Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the newest session of the Geeksplain book club where I, along with my intrepid heroes, go through every single issue of every single volume of Chris. Fuck, I lost it. Uh... <laughs> God damn it. Oh, no. Uh, I'll edit this out. I'll probably. <laughs> no, you know. nah, you should no, leave it in. You leave nah, it. leave it in. Okay. It's funny. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We are going through every single issue of every single volume of Robert Kirkman. Fuck. Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley. <laughs> Robert Kirkman, Ryan Otley, and Corey Walker's fucking Invincible. That's what, that's fucking, that's what it is. God damn it. Because oh. uh, there's a wolf in this one. We're this is <laughs> we're getting off to a great start here, folks. Um, we are covering the entire series every single Friday of Invincible. And I am joined, of course, by the only two men who I would trust to kidnap me, take me into the future, and also break me out of a Viltramite prison. First off, Malcolm Russell Nelson. I'm coming to you from sunny San Francisco, and it's good to be here. And Jacob Brown. Oh, my. I'm so happy. <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know. I just, I'm really, I'm so excited. Oh my. I, I'm oh so my. happy. So this session, um, we're just, we're killing it. Uh, so this session, we are taking a look at volume 11. We are at 11 volumes of Invincible. You guys feeling okay? You feeling, uh, you feeling the Invincible fatigue yet? <laughs> no, uh, not no, fatigue. We're just getting started. We're just ripping to 11 right now at this point. Mm -hmm. Hell it's, yeah. It's going, we're, Let it rip. Turning, we're still turning that dial That's past Bay 11. Blade. Uh, so the... <laughs> You're going to be starting on Beyblade. We're going to be here Let all day. Um, so vo volume 11 entitled Happy Days uh, is issues 54, 54 through 59 alongside Astounding Wolfman number 11. Um, hell of a volume, guys. Really yeah. freaking good. Mm -hmm. So I think last week we, we were talking about how like this next one is a bit of a cool down one, quote unquote. It's but it's still like really wrong. big shit yeah. that happens. Yeah. Like it really feel big like shit. Like a happens. cool down. No. At least to me. Like there was some No, there's a couple really big things that mm, it's it's setting up stuff, but it's huge stuff yeah. that yeah. happens in here. And then yeah. also I know we're being silly and getting funny, um, but real quick, just Putting this out there, um, a quick, quick trigger warning. Uh, we are going to be discussing uh, yes. topics of abuse, uh, both yes. domestic, romantic. Um, so if that is an issue for you, uh, just feel free to either uh, we'll we'll and we'll put up another quick warning before we start talking about it. Yeah. But, um, but if that is something that you, as a listener, are uh, are sensitive to, totally okay. Like. Feel free if you need to skip this one. We'll be right back here next Friday. Um, and like I said, we will do a warning right before we talk about it. But that yeah. is part of the story in this volume. Yeah. Can we so, give like like specifically like three minutes to talk about it yes. or something? Like so that way, you know, you don't even have to skip the episode. Yeah, for you sure. Just, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll let you know when to skip ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
um, and I'll put it in the uh, in the show notes. Show notes. Like the, type the tracking, like what time? Um, type. But yeah, so uh, Invincible Volume Eleven. We're coming Ooh, off boy. of so much fun. A lot that. of stuff coming off of a lot of uh, a lot of character mm-hmm. growth for our boy Olivier. He is yes. uh, he's quickly yeah. coming into his own as a hero. And I, uh, I'm willing to say, as a person who is not often wrong in life or in anything, that I may have misread the final panel of last volume. Uh, we spoke huh? about it last week, how uh, I viewed the last, uh, the last shot of Olivier after hugging as Mark. Sinister. As sinister. As sinister, yeah. as uh, big Damien energy, or BDE, which is a BDE. term never yes. been... BDE. Uh, never been used before, and I coined it no. here. Uh, trademark yes. office has not gotten back to me yet, but I'm sure that yes. they'll call back anytime. As well but as BJE, which is BJE, Big Jason, Big Jason energy. energy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those um, were both coined last week. Thank you. Thank you. And so, copyright 2021. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> copyright. Keep explain podcast. 2021. 2021. So, um, I I'm I am willing to say that I think I can definitely see how it would be taken as him noticing the orb um i think and 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 i thought i I have an argument for it but we'll get to that later whenever we get to that scene but this uh this volume kicks off with one of it might be one of my favorite issues of the entire run so far it's one of the best one shot up issues absolutely i fucking loved this so mark Mm -hmm. and eve are out on a date in paris because that's what you do when you're superheroes and we get the uh the return of our boys from the future whose names i don't remember and they don't ever mention it here this puncher and kick butter drop kick or drop kick yeah uh, it's it's drop kick and superman punch or (laughs) Drop kick and Iron Fist. Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, that's the thing. They don't uh, say their names in this issue at, at all. all. Which is yeah, very frustrating. All. Yeah. Um, very so I'm, frustrating. I, I'm going to call them uh, Drop Thing Kick one and RKO. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to call them Troy and Abed. Uh, thing what? one and Thing Troy two. Troy and Abed in the future. That's okay. Boom. Yeah. Done. So uh, Troy that's and Abed canon. show up. And, and uh, they are not here to recruit any Rathtars, or maybe they are. We don't know. Um, that's another thing <laughs> that is just we've decided. Uh, <laughs> they might be. So they've they've shown this, up they from be. the future, and they're here to bring Mark because they're like, hey, look, we had a disagreement last time when um, we came to steal the Declaration of Independence. We need you to come with us to save our future. Mm-hmm. And so Mark leaves, right? And there is a, you know, Eve's obviously a little miffed by this because they're on a date. Because they're finally on a date. Finally yeah. on a date. Finally. And um, they there's this great misdirect that um, that Ryan Otley and Robert Kirkman do in this. Hell yeah. Because we know from last volume that a certain Mr. Levy is watching them or is more specifically watching Mark. And so when he leaves, there is this, uh, there's this um, speech bubble that says, good evening, madam. And this is something that could only work on the Only page. works in comics. Only yep. works in comics. <laughs> because you can't hear the voice that's speaking. Uh-huh. And she looks a little, you know, scared or whatever. 
she looks in distress. And so that would lead you to think, oh no, something bad's going to happen. But we quickly just cut away to uh, to Invincible, Troy and Abed as they go to the future. Uh, we get a quick little moment where another Invincible at some point in time pops in, steals uh, Mark's clothes and disappears. Which I love. Yeah. Love it. And so um, they are apprehended and they are brought before the king of this of this future Earth, the immortal. And the immortal is looking cracked out. The immortal oh, has yeah. been through some problems. It's it doesn't really say how far in the future they are, but it's at least, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. Because yeah. Immortal does mention that two to three hundred years ago, Mark left with his family. He left mm-hmm. the Earth and left it in Immortal's care. And mm. Immortal is starting to... Foreshadowing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And um, he's starting to go a little senile in his old age. He's an old man. He's been around for a real long time. Doesn't even yeah. remember Kate, which is sad. Yeah. that yeah. is. Um, oh, that bit was heartbreaking. Especially because uh. like, we get that scene with them later where they're like trying to buy a house. And I'm like... Yeah. He's not going to remember this shit. Right. It goes like, back to what he was saying, like, when he thought that she was dead. And he's like, listen, like, I, I don't know why I'm so broke up about this. Like, I see people die all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. is just dead bodies to me. Like, it's sad because he, he actually, like, he says, like, this is different. But in the yeah. end, we know that it's not. But it's, it's not. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic as hell. He's gone full Vandal Savage in this, which I yes, really yes. love. I, love I my favorite thing about the Immortal is that he's what if Vandal Savage was a superhero? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's that's all that character is. What if Vandal Savage was a better person? And then Not this sure. is him becoming the Vandal Savage that we know in the comics. Yeah, uh, yeah it's finally after all is, this time, right? It's a great yeah. Yeah. scene between him and Mark. Uh, Mark ends up killing him, popping his head off. Uh, and then uh, Troy and Abed show up again and they're like, hey, our our friends, you know, help to overthrow the government and you killed the immortal. Great. And it's re- like Mark is having a hard time with this. <laughs> yeah. like, he's having a really difficult time dealing with this. And so he finally he's like, look, I just let's go. Let's get out of here. Um, so we cut back to that scene with Eve getting that good evening, madam panel. And who is it? It's Mark. He's Mark and his clothes. Yeah. His clothes that he stole. Because he stole his clothes. Yeah. Good time. Good time travel rules. Really good time time travel travel rules. rules. Yeah. 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 Love it. So freaking good. So then they decide to leave. And what we get are two sets of double page spreads that I love with my whole heart. I love them. I need these going date night across the world. Oh, man. Wild how much it sells you on the fact that these two are soulmates. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it is incredible. The first, the first full page spread they're you know, jet setting around the world having and outside of the world. And that bottom, yeah. uh, right. Yeah. Corner, yeah. I forgot to go like, to, they go to the space. They are yeah. having the date, a date night to remember. And then we get the second double page <laughs> spread, which so made me choke emotional. up. Made yeah. me choke up. <laughs> yeah. Tracking their entire relationship from when they met, when Mark was just in his PJ pants, all the way to now. It mm-hmm. is wild. This is 54 issues of long-term storytelling of, ta- of two people coming together 
and leading it's... to two people saying one perfect thing. Yeah, it's they beautiful. They say I same. love you at the same time. Though. At the uh, same time. Fuck uh, off. And then they uh, both answer. They both answer back uh, to say so I love good. you too. Uh, they don't even finish saying two, and they just kiss because they know. And it's like, oh, what a beautiful. I started crying rereading this so <laughs> if i good. if i could buy a page from this book this would be one of the pages i would want to buy oh yeah, yeah. agreed like this i mean and just again me on my colorist thing i'm not the big i i like bill crabtree's colors more than fco's but fco knocks it out of the park on this issue Absolutely. that page is so beautifully colored the sunset looks so breathtaking mm -hmm. like and just like the the way that the clouds are like drawn yeah, and colored they look so too. wispy yeah. like it looks so real it and like, like everything looks it feels like a fairy tale and yeah. it doesn't look 2d it looks 3d yeah and that's the yeah. that's the benefit of fco's colors that he's a 3d colorist um and his yeah. colors really give things dimension and like weight which is really cool um Absolutely. it's like this this panel of them kissing at the bottom looks like it's popping right out like a lot of those ryan otley yeah. popping out of the page panels mm -hmm. but it's still in its panel box yeah like it's just it's just the work of the colors and the inks and it, it just looks so gorgeous so gorgeous. like uh so freaking good like it beautiful is beautiful page a perfect and i think this is what we were kind of talking about when it's like a cool down like this is a cool down yeah. issue to yeah be like taking stock of what's come before and visit like literally showing both uh showing both mark eve and the audience like this is what we've been fighting for this yeah. is mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. you've gained over the last 54 issues yeah which brings us into the very next issue where they where fuck. they <laughs> <laughs> yes yes they do thank you Malcolm. thank you for just being blunt and put it right there that's what, i'm gonna be honest that's what you're here for that that's is, why that's why you hire malcolm russell nelson he tells you the truth man he tells it like it is <laughs> he tells it like it is um <laughs> they go back to their town they go to pound town that's it so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so and and just like we saw when um, Mark and Amber first uh, did the nasty, we cut straight to Alan the alien. <laughs> yep. So now, as a reader, you should be just prepared whenever things get hot and steamy between Mark and anyone to immediately expect Alan the alien. It's mm -hmm. a rule yeah. that Robert that means Kirkman it's an Alan the alien adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so that is what's happening, and we catch up with our boy. Um, and some time has passed. And during that time, he's become friends with Nolan. Psychic yeah. friends, little psychic yeah. pen pals. I love it. So I good. love so it. So freaking good. And we get it's to a good see, friendship. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and you it really you really get sold on it due to the scripting on this. Like Robert Kirkman mm -hmm. is very good. We, and we've talked about it in previous um, previous sessions of this, that he's really good at human dialogue at just making people sound like they're having a conversation but yeah. a lot yeah. of this issue is narration mm -hmm. and he does a wonderful job selling the growing friendship between the two of them he fucking he's very here. good at the old school like comics narration yeah. it's very old school yeah. like stanley narration the yellow yeah. boxes narration. and everything too. yeah he's very good at that yeah, like th this this final panel where it says uh, that bond grew until the mission became that much more important. Alan was no longer there to rescue a possible ally. He needed to save his friend, and he was sh he was not sure he could succeed. 
and this worried him. Like, I love huge it. change, huge I love amount it. of character development of a very short time. And we finally, the day arrives, two Viltrumites are there to execute Nolan, and Alan busts the fuck out. Like, I, I love that he pulls, uh, to use a terrible reference, uh, a Dwayne Rock Johnson in Fate of the Furious, where he just pops the chain. Yeah, he's got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he, he just pops out of the restraints. He's <laughs> like, and all I, right, cool, here we go. <laughs> and I will say, I've, I've talked about it before, how I like to listen to music when reading comics. I had it on YouTube shuffle today while I was nice. um, not today, but like while I was yeah. reading this issue and I swear to God, because YouTube shuffle takes into account like the shit you listened to before uh, mm -hmm. fucking run the jewels. Don't get captured. Yes. Okay, this is a run the right jewels moment. moment. I was sure. like, Ooh, sure. <laughs> if they don't run the jewels, this, I am going to be very upset for sure. Like this is a run the jewels point. moment. Yeah. yeah. Excellent excellent sequence and not only that alan's going through and he's you know going through the steps of like step one break people out and he goes step three scan the prisoners as they escape see if any of them are formidable enough to aid us in our escape efforts and, and then you get we our get our boy battle beast. yeah yeah baby what? Fucking battle beast, bro. Who's exactly. A, who is brave enough to free battle beast? <laughs> like, <laughs> I... The coolest guy. Oh, man. That's but funny. I do hear Randy Macho Man Savage every time I... Oh, yeah. Three, 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 oh, yeah. Beast. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Who's ready for brave battle enough beast? to be the battle beast? Ooh. Battle beast. I got you built rights for three minutes. Yes. Three minutes of playtime. Yes. Battle Beast is ready. <laughs> okay. If there wasn't going to be a Michael Dorn who voiced him in this, I if it, if it could needed have been, it to be. If it could have been Macho Man. Yeah. Recipes. Recipes, Macho Man. I know. Man. We miss you, man. RIP, man. Every yeah. single day. Um, but Hell we yeah. get to see. I have an interesting question that I would like to pose to you too. Yes. How did they capture Battle Beast? It's a good question. Didn't Beast we was a prisoner in this prison? How did they capture him? Didn't we did see capture them him? capture him? I thought we I don't saw think that. So, but I never remember. I, I, don't, I don't think they showed him being captured. That's I think the last time that we saw him was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here. You guys suck." Yeah. I think you're right. The last time we actually did see him was him just just disappearing into a portal. He did appear somewhere oh, else yeah. fighting somebody. He did appear somewhere else fighting like a bunch of That's group right. of people. That's right. I did see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But, but that was the last of it. We last saw him about to engage in a battle of like some other alien race yeah. or something like that. That's right. So, so I, guess we I mean, just assume be... he lost that fight somehow. I, I mean, so I want to say that he actually just recently got there because he's the only one who is still in his clothes. That is he's a not point. in a jail cell clothes. Though yeah. I mean, so I want to say he might have been a a recent acquisition. Though I mean, who like just went would... there just so he could fight people. Yeah, I mean, even if he was there, like, who's gonna force him to change? into a uniform like yeah that's yeah, true exactly. that's a good point but either good way point. either way him and alan tear through this fucking prison right <laughs> yeah. while uh nolan is getting quote-unquote executed uh -huh. and um, and i love battle beasts reaction to this where they're just like you know who dare interrupt a viltrumite execution and battle beast his face and this is like viltrumite did, Did you, you say, say Viltrumite? Are you the ones I seek? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I must face you in battle. 
fight me <laughs> like oh so oh, good he's so good. crazy and i love him <laughs> yeah he, he like, he's fa- he's facing down a viltrumite by himself yeah. while <laughs> nolan and alan are fighting off the other viltrumite the two mm-hmm. of them giving him a meet in the middle fucking like i mean that's the best punch. thing it's so the, oh i'm a sucker for a meet in the middle punch Oh, but yeah. this is like the nastiest one. Incredible. It's absolutely so gross. His head. So good. And Nolan goes, How strong are you? And Alan's <laughs> just like, Very. Very. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, you just see Battle Beast like beating the shit out of this other Viltrumite. <laughs> and he's just shouting, like, More, more. <laughs> like, he is having I the time it. of his life. He's having so much fun. It's the best. And so they, you know, they mention, you know, Alan's like, dude, we, I got to grab my stuff. We got to get out of here. And Nolan reveals the big thing Mm -hmm. where he's like, there's only 50 pure Viltrumites left in the entire universe. And that is a huge revelation. That's huge. That's a huge bomb to drop. He says, that's how we'll beat them. Because like now that they have the keys to beating them with all Mm -hmm. of the, you know, grabbing the Raftars. He's, mm-hmm. They're just going to set all these Rathars on the remaining Veltramites. They've got a path to succeed, which is great. Which um, is great. It's very good. We get a quick cut back to Mark and Eve, who are still having sexy time while uh, Mark's mom is there. And I think anyone who's, you know, had a relationship while living with their parents, this is a moment that has happened. This is a moment. And so we go to the next uh we go to the next issue and I'm going to, I think now is appropriate to talk, to give this warning. Um, we'll probably be talking about um, this for like, I'm going to try and I'm going to put a timer. Oh, so do we want to put a timer? For I'm, like... I'm going to put a timer. We're going to go five minutes, five minutes. Perfect. So five minutes from now. Um, again, uh, trigger warning. We're going to be talking about abuse of the domestic variety. And if that is an issue for you, I will be um, setting a timer for this. Once we hit five minutes, uh, we will be, we will stop talking about it. So um, we are going to be, I think, just discussing chapter 56, issue 56, just yeah. in general for this. Just, that's yeah. a whole, so yeah. we, because yeah. that's really what this issue is about. Um, so I am going to start. I'm just going to say skip five minutes from right now and you should be good. So I'm going to hit the timer. Here we go. Five minutes. So um, this issue deals with uh, the return of Amber. And this is incredibly sad that either there's no like we like to joke. We like to have fun. There's just there's no there's no joke about this. Uh, no. Mark gets a call. No. It uh, doesn't reveal us to us immediately who the call is from. Mark shows up um, at Amber's apartment and or her dorm, I think, because she's still at school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he shows up and he's like, you know, oh, what's going on? She says, you know, my dad died. Um, I tried to talk to Gary about it, but, you know, it's just he gets angry sometimes and she turns around and it is horrifying. I think that is one of the scariest pages I've ever seen in the comic. Like that is yeah. the, the build up to that reveal. Like mm-hmm. you don't notice that you know she's got her hair covering her left side. Yeah, 
Is the that whole classic, time like, he's talking to her. thing? Yeah. That yeah. They do in Batman comics yes, sometimes. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's so upsetting. It's, I'm looking at it right now and it's painful yeah. to look at. Yeah. yeah. It's it so upsetting. Rereading this, like, it was very hard. And we, you know, we had already talked about how much of a piece of shit Gary was. Like, yeah. if this doesn't tell you, like, that's that's all you need to know about. Yeah. This is um, all I can think about when I think of that character. Yeah, it's just yeah, this. Yeah, so, yeah, like, absolutely. every time he's shown up up to this point, I fucking hate Gary because yeah. this is all I could think Gary's about. Gary's a fucking scumbag. He's an abuser and he's, he's a, scumbag, a piece of shit. what he is. Yeah. Um, I think it's lovely what Mark, how Mark reacts to this, how even though they are not in a relationship anymore, they have kind of, uh, they're excommunicated from each other. They're out of each other's lives, but Mark still cares so deeply about Amber and goes after Gary I, I mean, and I'm, I'm fickle. I kind of wish he'd just fucked this guy up, like beyond repair. Um, yeah. Because I think that's how I would react in that situation, for better or for worse. Right. Yeah. Um, Same. But he dangles him off. He does the next best thing. He dangles him off a roof, threatening to kill him if he ever does this again. Tosses him off the side to a building, and he just flies off. And the unfortunate part about this is, and you know, there is an adventure where. Uh, where Kid Omni Man is doing, you know, his own solo adventure, um, where Mark goes back to Amber. And this was the saddest part of the issue for me because um, he goes back and she says, you know, oh, I'm so glad you're here. You know, I just got off the phone with Gary. And she says, I don't know if you went and talked to him or anything, but like, I'm, I'm going to give him another chance. And it's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It's it's very real for yeah. for a comic that you know is you know all about uh, half aliens and you know alien invasions and superheroics and stuff. This is such a very realistic thing for Mark to have to deal with. Um, I think this is one of those this is one of those great like Mark Grayson learns a lesson issues. Yeah, um, this it's is him learning another lesson about humanity, a darker lesson about humanity. Yeah, um, and I mean, we, but it's very real. And we've talked before um, about in this episode, like uh, FCO's coloring, and that yeah. has a lot to do with um, with visualizing Amber in this. And it's it's heartbreaking to watch this scene. Um, she says, "You know, I think everything's going to be fine." And Mark doesn't know what to say. Like it's not. It's, yeah. It really is honestly heartbreaking. And so when he goes back and he tells Eve about it. Um, I, I love that they have an honest and mature conversation about this. Um, it feels like true character development between the two of them. And he, you know, he gets introspective, which I think I would in that situation too. This really like this hit home with me of like, you know, I've got power. I have, pro I have trouble with my anger sometimes. Am I a bad person? Because he's a bad person. And yeah. You know, you make those jumps when you're in distress or when you're upset. Mm -hmm. And sure. um, yeah, he just like, he's unsure of himself in this moment. He has this crisis of faith and Eve is able to help him out of that, which I thought was really cool. Um, it's just, it's unfortunate. And I think that it is a harsh reality that, you know, Amber does go back to him and it's, yeah. It's tough. It's a real, it's, it's very upsetting. It's um, also just for those who know anybody or have ever gone through that experience. Um, I've gone through this experience. I've been where Amber has been before. And um, 
please, please, please help if you can, because we, it is a terrible, it throws you into a cycle. And uh, it was interesting because I didn't, I completely forgot about this. I, going back to it now, I was like, oh, that's right. I, I, I knew I never liked Gary, but there was always a specific reason of why I never liked this character. And it's because it's right here. This, there is a safetyness that you feel, or like you want to give it a second chance because you, 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 you're more in love with the idea of being with the person yeah. than you are yeah. actually being of the person. And it's, and it's very hard for them to let go. And you just have to be patient with that person and let them know about what's going on and how to get them free from this terrible tyranny. It's a big, it's a big thing. It's uh, so it's this is why this became like a lot of my favorite comic book of all time is because there's this is the real issues that happen in this comic are stuff like this. And then once in a while, there'll be something else that'll pop up later. But yeah, um, the, the thing about this comic is it will bring the reality that you need once in a while yeah. to 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 say that, you know, this isn't just a fantasy world. There are some real people. There's some real real issues there yeah and about 50 issues there's another thing on par with this yes. that is that is uh, th eric you you don't know about it it is yeah it is a yeah. very very difficult thing to read and it's yeah. very interesting it's, yeah okay. um it's something super rare in superhero comics it is i can only think of one rare. other i can only think of one other example where it's happened and okay that's kind of been played fast and loose with. So yeah. this is, this is more yeah. real. Yeah. So um, I am going to say we hit the five minute mark about a minute cool. and a half ago, but um, I did want to give Jacob that the floor to talk about his experience. Cause that's yeah. important. Yeah. And yeah. it's, so um, I will do an addendum on the, when I edit the, this and put together. So six, yeah. uh, uh, six and a half, seven minutes, minutes. six yeah. and a half minutes. Seven minutes yeah. to be safe. Um, yeah, Jacob, thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, of yes. course, thank you yes. for sharing I, that. I it's, completely, yeah. completely for you know that it's a thing that happened, and then you read it again, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now than I yeah. ever thought. You know, yeah. so it's it's very important to just always remember the realness of these comics, why how good they are, for sure. Yeah. So um, continuing on with the uh, with the book with the story and. Thank you guys for taking the time to have this conversation about this. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. We continue on with uh, Mark checking in with uh, checking in with Olivier. Uh, they find another uh, surveillance orb that they are, you know, not able to, or they find the first one. Is this is the first time that they see it? Yeah, because Oliver. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, because he's because he's followed. Yeah. yeah. by one. Yeah, and then Olivier notices it because it's nighttime. They're they're having a conversation. He notices it, and he's like, you know, there's some kind of reflection from the trees. And Mark goes and grabs it, and it self destructs. And so um, blows his shirt off. Blows yeah. his shirt off. Mark's a hot body. So he's a himbo. Mark's he a real himbo. Absolutely. Himbo. Yes, he really is. And so he's we got check in mad himbo the, energy. We check in with the not team team, who yeah. are currently uh, in the. Yeah. Uh, in the process of finding a new name and they've come to robot with the bits and pieces of the uh destroyed you know uh surveillance bot and they're trying to figure out you know what its deal is you know there's a 
it's coming from somewhere. Someone's watching them, but they don't really know what the issue is. And so Mark immediately makes the leap that I think any of us would in this situation. We're like, oh, someone's spying on my family. Cool. I'll be right back. And it just cuts to the <laughs> Pentagon and he's just laying waste to these random yep. men. It's <laughs> yeah. like they're, we're in progress. We know how the scene went up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cecil like shows up and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you here? <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're fucking spying on me after we had our whole tussle. Like, I can't believe you would fucking do this. And Cecil's like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And Mark's just like, but while you're me. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is we this? We get this, uh, this, this new dude here who, because I don't read the Astonishing Wolfman, I have no context Wolfman. for who this man, yeah. who this yep. man is. Yeah. Uh, he's some other agent. Agent Hunter. Hunter. Agent yeah. Hunter. What is that from referencer? And we, <laughs> yeah. And we cut over to uh, the Astonishing Wolfman himself, who is in the midst of some kind of trial with uh, this other wolf creature. And mm-hmm. he, and Cecil basically says, look, Wolfman fucking killed his wife. He's on the run right now. We need you to go fight him. And Mark's just like, no. And I love his reaction. He's like, why would I help you? Why would I ever help you? And then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, the giant got out, which if you, for those of you who may not remember, the giant was this child who was trapped in an interdimensional portal that turned him into this giant cyclops. And so we see uh, the giant tussling with Wolfman and Wolfman's trying to avert any kind of uh, civilian casualties. Invincible shows up. They have a little conversation where they're able to disable uh, giant the giant, and he's able to like talk him down because at, at his heart he's a kid. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, just sit down. People are trying to help you. Just wait for them to come get you. And then they walk away. Um, and Wolfman reveals that the person who turned him into a Wolfman, I believe his name is Zechariah. Yes, Zechari- uh, we says, met Zechariah. We did. Smoky Man. He's the remember? vampire. <gasps> yeah, that was him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So that yeah. takes place very early in the right. Astounding it's Wolfman run. run. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. After the first volume of Astounding Wolfman okay. is when you get to turn where turn. Zechariah reveals like, oh, also I killed your wife and I'm trying to push you to be better. Yada, yada, yada. You know, yeah, it's yeah. got it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we okay. actually yeah. know this character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 So thank you for that refresh. Yeah. Because I did not yeah. make that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so Wolfman basically says like, I didn't kill my wife. I'm not turning myself in because Zechariah is still out there and I need to fucking end him. And Mark, the bit where he like, like is like, I like he killed my wife. Like he killed my wife. And it's like the first time he gets to actually process it. Like that's, that's a really, again, really good Robert Kirkman bit. Um, And makes this important for astounding Wolfman readers, which I really appreciate. Uh, Cause this is more an astounding Wolfman story than it is an invincible story. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And that's why we do get a full-on uh, Astounding Wolfman issue in this volume. Yep. Uh, so oh, we so see, good. you know, Mark is finally able to convince him, like, look, I believe you. Just so we can get everybody off our back, come with me, let's explain the story, and then we'll go bring him to justice. And so he convinces him to come back to the Pentagon, and they're just like, look, we're like, 
we're taking him. And Invincible's like, no, he's going to tell you what happened. And then we're going to go get justice. And they, you know, he has a, another classic argument with Cecil because Cecil fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> so, and then he, so, you know, he has that classic moment where he's like, didn't you wonder why I had you meet me in the white room? And once again, reanimate as far as the eye can see. Once again, um, uh, which brings us idiot. to Astonishing Wolfman number 11. Oh, so pretty. Um, I love where... Jason Howard's artwork in this, by the okay, way. Okay, so this is Jason quick. Howard. Awesome. Yeah, this, yeah, is, this Jason is Jason Howard. Howard. I yeah. don't love it. I, I, that's I, fair. I think it, it's, it's too... just a sharp contrast to Ryan yeah. Notley. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. It feels like a weird jump. If you're it not, works I better if you're it. just reading the Astounding Wolfman book. Yeah. But yeah. to have this issue in with Invincible Issues with Ryan Otley, it's kind of unfair. It feels, <laughs> it feels weird. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I, I can understand that. But um, so um, Mark and Wolfman fight their way out. They make their way out of the Pentagon when they are met by the Guardians of the Globe. And, they're dun, like, dun, dun. and I love I love this scene because they're basically like, hey, you're helping out a murderer. And Invincible's like, that's fucking rich coming from you guys. And Darkwing's immediately like, hey, man, my past is my past. And I'm like, fuck off, Darkwing. Yeah. You're yeah. a piece of shit. Like, it's okay. It's okay. You're a piece of shit. Just admit you're a piece of shit. And like, and we'll be okay. We'll be and, cool. And like, it's just cool. say those words. It's cool. You're allowed to be a piece of shit. Like, it's, it's just. It is acknowledge it, is. it. <laughs> and so they're able to disable the guardians they get out of there and um i also having the greatest finishing move in the entire oh, like we can yeah. we can oh, talk yeah. about the art and everything but this is one of the greatest finishing moves that invincible's ever had where he grabs immortal by the face and swings him by his head to knock out everyone else it's <laughs> yeah. so awesome it's so, so good. good and then he chucks him into the next county <laughs> yeah. so it's awesome so great. and he's like all right bye and he just picks up <laughs> wolfman and leaves wolfman being like oh like, what the <laughs> hell <laughs> he's like well, what did i get myself into and so exactly. he he gets flown back to uh the hampton estate where um where they are met by i'm assuming his butler yes it's his jarvis but uh okay but it's his um what's his name goodness uh, uh dunford dunford yeah, yeah. so D classic butler name so yep and if if you're gonna be a butler you need to have an r an a or a d in your name or just <laughs> alfred jarvis dunford you'd have to have it so that's why benson um, never took off anyway benson never took off uh, <laughs> a very so, specific joke sorry <laughs> that's very why specific. you hire a malcolm russell nelson. that's why you, that's why you hire a malcolm russell nelson type of, <laughs> he he tells the truth so they have a conversation where Dunford reveals, like, I believe you. Um, your daughter doesn't. She thinks you killed your wife, but she'll come around. And so Invincible, you know, tells him, like, okay, I'm going to leave you to do your thing. He drops off um, Wolfman with this other wolf shaman creature thing, and then he mm -hmm. flies off. Meanwhile, we get this quick little epilogue where Cecil reveals he knows where Wolfman is, but he's going to keep his distance because he might be useful later. Mm -hmm. gross. Cecil is gross. gross. He should be, feel gross. Yeah, very much so. So we pick up Cecil's next, gross. Yeah, we pick up <sighs> next with uh, Mark and Olivier, who are 
training. They're doing their thing. They go to the hot dog place that Mark and Nolan went to earlier in the series, which was a nice callback. And Eve is over at a prison looking very business thought. And I, it took me a second to remember like why she's there. And we haven't discussed it yet. So they have a conversation about like, oh, they want to get their own place, but they don't really make money anymore. And so this is the uh, first inciting moment to this scheme that it's not really a scheme. It's a career uh, where Eve has decided that to get some moolah, uh, she is going to essentially sell Mark to private prisons to help them with any kind of breakouts or any, you know, issues that they may have. Cause that's what happens mm-hmm. in superhero comics. Prisons are made yep. to be broken out of. And so she says, you know, you're doing this already. Like you might as well get paid for it. And which I think yeah. is genius. It's yeah. genius. Yes. yes. To use them as a who, private contractor for prisons is a yeah, genius idea. Yeah. Like that's so clever. And for someone who didn't go to college, incredibly business, you know, yeah. bachelors yeah. of business move from Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like it's really Very impressive. Cool She's stuff. great, man. Uh, we get the quick scene that we talked about earlier where uh, Immortal and Kate are talking, to, are trying to buy a house, and Kate reveals uh-huh. where else were all, all our children play, which a, children, to, which to <laughs> someone who has the ability to multiply themselves is a terrifying prospect. <laughs> oh, you're going to have children uh-huh. who might have the same powers as you. I've never thought of that. Terrifying. That's like... Also, they're immortal, so... Oof. Immortal children that can multiply themselves forever. That's terrifying. Which means that they would never die. (laughs) Yeah. Terrifying. Just trying to keep track of them. (laughs) Uh, Real quick sidebar. Have you guys read Peter David's X Factor from the 2000s? No. No. So can I spoil a thing from X Factor for the 2000s? Spoil it. So... So Spoiler warning plot. for a 20-year-old comic. <laughs> so, so there's a whole plot where uh, Jamie Madrox, the multiple man, uh, knock, uh, knocks up... Um, uh, 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 is it si- it's Siren. Uh, gets Siren pregnant, right? Um, it's a whole thing. Siren has the kid. Jamie goes to hold the kid and absorbs the kid because the kid was no. a dude. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that at all. The kid, absorbed the kid. It's one of the most messed up things I've ever read in a comic. No. But that just made me think of that right now. Yeah. That's That's, that's, gross. Gross. that's, that's awful. That's awful. That is okay, disgusting. Peter David, you're you you've done some great stuff with comics, that but is that's bad and you should feel sickening. bad. Sickening. That is sickening. We'll just we'll just edit this little sidebar right out after. <laughs> Thank you I, so much for sharing that. Dude, because I was reading that book when it came out, and I remember reading that issue and be like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. And that was the last one I bought. Oh. <laughs> Same. That, that would be yeah. a run ender. That would be yeah. I was like, the next okay, day. So this is just my poll just list. All I'm of a sudden, just, this book. <laughs> you just all of a sudden, I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so upsetting. Oh, gross. So we we get this, uh, we catch back up with Mark and Eve. We also get this great page for um, fucking, what's his name? Lathan, our boy who is ruler of Atlantis. Yes. Yes. The new Aquarius. Yes. Yes. I loved this. But after, (laughs) and, and in retrospect, I love it because after turning the page from this, I'm like, 
what was the fucking point of this page? <laughs> was this just to get the page count? Like, what? Hey, I mean, it's hilarious. Maybe you'll find out someday. Yeah. Maybe you'll find out someday. Maybe yes. I will. Yeah, it's important. Okay, listeners, I'm going to say something. And as we go through this book club, we are going to uh, keep track of it. If this leads to nothing, if this if we go through the rest of the series and this leads to absolutely nothing, I am going to fight Malcolm in the parking lot of the comic book shop that he works at. What are we going to fight with? I'm going to. I'm not letting you know because <laughs> okay. the betrayal of setting up an expectation for me okay. that this is going to pay off okay. is a weapon in itself. So okay. you've used your weapon. When we okay. get to that fight in the parking lot, it's going to be a whole new thing. So, listeners, you, you thought this was going to be a street fight? The street always wins. Uh, <laughs> Stop <laughs> down. Uh, break that the parking furious. garage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so yeah, Take listeners, keep track movies. of that. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Jacob, you need to watch those. They're so good. You need to watch uh, them. Apparently, so I uh, this is a great this is a great sidebar. I like I like this. So the street much. always wins. That's all you street, need to know. The street always wins. Street you know this is gonna be a street fight. You're damn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> street always wins. So, street always wins. Um, uh, they also meet up with who is this guy? Kill Cannon. Uh, the guy who laughs. Fuck Christ! Um, <laughs> he kind of yes, he kind of looks like the Batman he left. He kind of does, and that he looks like an asshole. Anyway, <laughs> yes, he yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. He's also apparently Eve's nemesis that we've never heard about until now. I apparently I love that she's fighting like, oh, since God, children. Like we fight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, who just, is that? It's like, oh, it's Kill Cannon. Yeah, uh, just like oh, gross. It's like an ex, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a oh, bad ex. God, yeah. it's Mike. It. Fuck, uh, we dated in high school. <laughs> Dave, one week, <laughs> and so the Invincible, of course, kicks the shit out of him because he's invincible. Yeah, and so buddy. they, oh yeah, they fly off. They, you know, Eve tells him about the whole uh, the whole business plan. Meanwhile, we check in with our boy Art, who is aging down. I have to say, like Art looks younger. Yeah. It might just be the hair. Maybe he's getting yeah. hair transplants, but he's looking I mean, he just good. Looks good. He looks, he looks good. good. He's looking good. Yeah, he looks and, like uh, he and Debbie should date. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we, we just got to get what is his name, Paul, out of there. Yeah, get out of here, Paul. But um, but, but Paul has a full head of hair. Anyway, uh, it's, it's so true. Art, give us a couple Paul more arcs, maybe. Full head of hair. That's true. The way the way Art's hair has been going from the beginning of this to now, he might have a full head of hair by the next arc. You don't know. <laughs> Is he having a Benjamin Button kind of scenario, or he's just actually getting younger maybe. every time he's getting older? Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. That's what happened. That's yeah. And so he helps to design Shapesmith's new costume. Shapesmith is a dick about it. Does yeah. not pay him for the design. And then we get this uh, we get this next little page where Samson is talking to Darkwing and Darkwing's like, am I a piece of shit? And Samson's like, no, you're no, you no. He gives them the listen, man. You're a hero speech. Yeah, you're a hero. We're, yeah. He says, like, you've both been looking at me differently. He's like, we look at you differently because we know you're a man now. It's because you like, used to be a baby boy and now you're a man. You know? And now you're a fucking murderer, an adult murderer, an adult Congratulations. murderer. Congratulations. So, <laughs> a murderer I can drink. A, mur 
So, but he he says, and we have to drinks? we have to think that drinks? Samson served with the original Darkwing on the original Guardians mm-hmm. of the Globe. He says a man who's earned the name Darkwing was the first Darkwing a murderer as well. I have questions. I now Probably. have questions. You know, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I don't Who think knows? so. I don't, you don't think, think so. so? You don't I think don't so? know. Who's to say? I hope so. At this Who point, who's to say though? It's true. Who's to say? Hmm, maybe so we'll find out. We get more. Uh, we get more sexy time with Mark and Eve. Real and then quick, there's that, a weird that, scene here. Okay, that, that, real quick. That bottom like panel of like Mark and uh, Eve kissing. Hot. The original. The okay. It was hotter before because really? yes, yes, because yes. this the original sketch of this Ryan Otley put her butt sticking out of the panel and but the thing is they had to cut it because it looked like the panel was going right up her ass like the yeah crack okay i could see uh-huh. that. yeah, uh-huh. they, they, yeah. It, it was too hot uh-huh. it was too hot too hot so they had to cut it <laughs> listen it does have to be brought up uh since they got together ryan Otley is distinctly drawing eve as like openly like flaunting her sexuality more like yeah, lower cut very tops, true. like tighter pants very interesting it's very, a very interesting very, specific thing that has happened in the last like eight issues. Well, because it's like huh. well, because at this point, Ryan Otley's like, "All right, sweet, I've enacted my master plan. Now I can just draw Mary Jane for the rest of this book. Yeah, I, I can mean, draw Mary I Jane mean, Watson for the rest of this book now, and no one will much. notice. Yeah. Samantha Eve Wilkins over Mary Jane Watson, bro, every day. Yeah, so, every day. Just because she has powers so, or what? No, because she's more mature I and reasonable. Like Samantha Eve Wilkins. I think also, she's, cool. she's goal oriented. And, and what Mary Jane is like, I want to be Jane an actress. Okay. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, hey security. Don't, don't fucking act shame Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hateful plebe. Don't do that. Hey, I love That's her. She's no, don't do That's that. She's fantastic. She's a beautiful she, woman. I she is allowed to kind of basic. That's she's all. allowed to. <laughs> basic yes but she's well, allowed she's to pursue any career she wants okay for sure yeah yeah she can she anyway, could be great amazing mary jane it's actually very good i do yes. like that i do yes. like that it's actually really good i do that very, was very a good. surprisingly really great book it Hi, was Williams. hope you listen yeah yeah, please yeah we, we, we know you're listening thank you so much for a great thank mary you so jane. much leah williams great book Appreciate i miss x factor already thanks so do i and i haven't even read it so um, Ooh, should. let's go. I know I pick, I picked up the last issue because it's hellfire. Uh, yeah. And, it's, and I'm yeah. like, well, I need to read this whole series now. Uh, the whole series it's is only genuinely issues. great. Yeah. It's only 10 issues and two Which of them are crossover issues. Sad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you've so, already read two of them. Let's you read the go one to this, this super weird scene. I want to talk oh, yeah. about this scene because I have Olivier complicated and feelings mommy about teacher? This. Yes. Let's just fucking talk about it. So Olivier is like, and it's, it doesn't seem to me that Olivier is picking up on this at all, or maybe he is, but this, what's her name again? April? April? April, yeah. I've got issues with April now. Yeah, she's giving off a really weird vibe. Because this is definitely like, babysitter has a thing for the kid she's watching vibes yeah she's giving off a really weird vibe yeah i don't vibe with that like olivier is like a child a french child which means he's automatically freer with all all of his life choices but like (laughs) he's still a child and i'm mad about it now (laughs) god damn it I'm going blue April. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, this is I'm terrible. 
Pepe Le Pew. Rated like, in. Rated in. It. So basically, um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's a weird scene. It's just a weird scene. Yeah. Um, uh, but we do know now that uh, Debbie is, you know, staying at Paul's place while they, you know, figure out whatever the hell's going on. Uh, Mark catches another orb, which he tries to catch, and it self-destructs once again. And then we get this uh, fucking page. This yeah. fucking page. Uh, again, I hate the sequins. Hate the sequins. I hate, hate them. Hate the sequins. Not so because much. they're bad story-wise, not because they don't fulfill a narrative purpose. I just hate things that are like this. I hate spiders. I hate face huggers. I hate anything of the sort. Starro is right on the line for me because he's a starfish. Yeah. But, like, this is... But Starro's rad as hell, so yeah. like, he gets rad away with it. fucking hell. You know who's even yeah. more rad? Jaro. Jaro's rad as hell. Ooh. Yeah, Jaro's alright. Jaro's the best Robin. So, Jaro's um, a good... <laughs> So, <laughs> I'll edit that out. Um, yeah, you so, better. <laughs> uh, so we also get a quick little scene. We've been kind of, we haven't talked about it, but it's been peppered through this volume. Um, Rudy's been working. He's been yeah. working on trying to solve um, Amanda, Amanda's right? problem. Amanda's yeah. problem. And he Who looks distinctly younger. Looks yeah, distinctly younger. Like Great Amanda art. is actually looking younger and younger every time we see her, which is very scary. It is. And also incredible work by Ryan Holly. Just yeah. so it's fucking a new mm-hmm. character design every time he has to draw this character. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> which is terrible as an artist to know that every time yeah. this character shows up. Awful. He has to draw, but, draw younger every single time. <laughs> but he doesn't have to sucks. worry about that anymore. Because oh. thanks to this little belt thingamajig that Rudy came up with, she now won't be aging younger. We'll mm-hmm. see how long this lasts. So we then get to, uh, I think, the closing part. No, not yet. So we get the closing part of this issue where they're basically like, look, we've been analyzing it. We can't find an origin for this orb, but we know that they're probably the biggest threat you've ever faced. And then... We get this full page spread of not what? one, oh, wild not two, but yes. 16 separate Mark Graysons, each of varying quality, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, real quick, pick a favorite. Go. Don't think about it. Pick a favorite. Jacob. Oh. It's uh, it's the the Mark Racing looking exactly like Nolan with the with the, the mustache with right? the mustache yeah Love everything I, I the minute I saw that I was like yes there it is that's Malcolm's that's all favorite Invincible from this lineup it's either Grifter or the bulletproof costume one it's between those two mm. love both of them excellent choices. I love I love that he's got the Grifter mask it's, and it's just straight up a Grifter mask <laughs> it's, it's not like, just the Grifter they're not or even trying mask that's <laughs> all it is like. um I am a big fan of Cyclops Invincible. That's uh, the second one in in, in the blue costume. In. That's definitely yeah. it's just yeah, Cyclops. Yeah, yeah it's a Cyclops. So I design. also really love Omni Man Junior with the cape, the uh, the yellow and black. I oh, no, love no, 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 no. The, uh, the, the the red and blue. The red oh, and blue. the red and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love yellow the black yellow and black great. one. I think yellow and black looks unfucking settled. That looks yeah. yes, yes. He looks though not as unsettled as Mohawk. Yes. No, Mark. Mohawk looks yes. pretty unchill. He looks Mohawk like Mark. Hitler youth. Yes, Mohawk yes. Mark has seen some shit. Yeah. But 
as American we see, American History X. That's what he's seeing. That's, that's what made exactly him exactly, exactly right. Um, this one now needs to be voiced by Edward Norton. So <laughs> yes. Angstrom Levy, yes. we see, is collecting. He has gone full on um, Benicio Super del Toro, villain, baby. and he is collecting marks. Nice. Thank you. Collecting marks. <laughs> Beautiful. From every... Magnificent! Magnificent! <laughs> so good. Um, can't wait to see him in What If. So... He's collecting marks yeah. from across the multiverse, and that is going to be a problem. Uh huh. Indeed. Also, shout out war to, is I, coming. War is coming. Also, shout out real quick to uh, because I've been playing these games. Mass Effect Mark in the bottom left corner, definitely wearing an N7 uh, Mass Effect armor. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, thank you. And so, as we close out this volume, we get to issue fifty-nine, which is the debut of Powerplex, <sighs> a new antagonist. And I'm going to be honest: the first time I read this issue, I didn't give a shit about Powerplex. I was like, what a fucking weird one-off villain. When I read this again, holy shit, I want a Powerplex comic. Powerplex is one of my favorites. I think he's really interesting. Powerplex fucking rules. He kind of fucking rules. His powers are really very powerful. It's basically Sebastian or no. Uh, yeah, Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw. Shaw's yeah. powers. Yeah. yeah, he takes in all kind of energy, except with Sebastian Shaw, it's usually just kinetic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This guy, Powerplex, takes in energy of all kinds, and it's basically if you combine Sebastian Shaw with Bishop. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, takes yeah. in all kinds of energy and then reproduces. And then can redistribute it. As it. Like, yeah. I want to say like electrical blasts. Yeah. yeah, but like yeah. He, I don't know he, if it's specifically it's like bioelectricity. He's he's like a battery and it shoots it. Uh, he collects the energy and he and he shoots it out like electricity. He's a he's a yeah. living battery is basically. Yeah. it's like a, you, you he's throw an electro, and electro through that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah if you throw yeah. electro into the yeah. bishop, so and Sebastian the Shaw, bishop, and electro equal powerplex. So, and we find out that his backstory is that his sister was killed during the initial Omni-Man Invincible fight way, way back, way, way back. Mm -hmm. And he's been wanting to get revenge ever since. And he's got his family on board. Like his wife's like, I just want you to kill this guy. I love that. Love it. I love it. That's what makes it interesting is that the family gets in on it. And they're enabling him. This is unhealthy behavior and they are enabling him. And narratively, they get what they deserve not the child because he's a child uh not but, the child because it's a child but the yeah, wife absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah, sure and so Makes the entire sense. issue is basically him just attempting to find invincible and then running into literally everyone else and wiping the floor with them yeah wiping the floor with them and leaving knocking them down man though like when he goes a up against the threat when he goes up against the not guardians it's definitely rex is bad it's yeah. absolutely rex's fault yes, that they absolutely. don't beat this yeah. guy so for sure. He's getting desperate and he comes up with the scheme where he's going to uh, live stream him capturing his wife and his child who he doesn't mention or his wife and his child. And he's I like, love if, that. Invincible yeah. doesn't come here alone. I'm going to kill them. Invincible shows up because Mark Grayson's a good person and they have a little tussle where Powerplex kicks his ass. Mm-hmm. Powerplex whoops his ass bad. Like everything is going he, according to plan. Because he Muhammad Ali's. He takes he the beating and then he dishes it out. 
Yeah, Absolutely yeah, he does. he does. And so we get this incredible panel, just excellent work by Otley and FCO, where he like, where he's standing above Mark and he's just like unloading his entire oh, payload of that. So tight. So good. So freaking cool. And it's tragic because you look up immediately one panel up. His uh -huh. wife is so proud of him. His, wa his wife, wife is, is so, so proud of him. Yeah. of him whooping Mark's ass. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's yeah. so good. And then they Ex get fried as collateral damage. Yep. His wife and his son are both fried due to his powers. And he is heartbroken and just like the rest of the issue, he is in denial and his delusion is strong. He's so another he's, Angstrom Levy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's you hit the nail on the head, my friend. Like that's that's all he is because it's the same thing with Inks, with what happened to Angstrom Levy when the Mauler twins were yeah. uh, the multiple traumatic were attacking him and he was like, No, incident. don't kill him. Goes yeah. through the explosion, and then he's like, Oh my god, Invincible did this to me. It was invincible all along. It's the same sad. thing with Powerplex. Sad and like, tragic. And it's sad. It, but yeah. It's also another interesting thing that, like, this is a repeating thread in Mark's life. Yeah. That he somehow sort of makes the villains in his life. And he attracts like, people. He attracts who, people who have this reaction to him and what he does. Yeah. It's, it's sad. A very interesting commentary on superhero comics and superheroes. Like, that's so super he, strange. He lashes out at Mark, and the way that this ends is fantastic and tragic because like mark literally just hugs him yeah to end it i like, love that he just he hugs him until he like finally has just like uh with uh wolfman earlier has that second to process and he's just he falls to his knees it is sad but unlike you know Unlike Angstrom Levy, or I guess similar to Angstrom Levy, once he's locked up in the coolest looking cell, by the way, super fucking cool. Yeah, yeah it is pretty cool. And it he looks like, like a workout he, machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he gives this monologue. I just, I just want to read it because I fucking love this. Do it, hell yeah. Okay, so he goes. Um, Do you want to lead I, up to I, this? I, I gotta, the, you know what? Mark yes. Says? Okay. Want, you, okay. You, you be Mark. I'll be Powerplex. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hell All right, yeah. Malcolm, hit us, hit us with the uh, the the boxes before that. <clears throat> All right. Stronghold Penitentiary, later. I'm glad you agreed to see me, Scott, uh, Powerplex. I just wanted to talk to you. I've done a lot of good during my time as Invincible, but if I'm honest, I, I gotta admit that- Shut uh, up. I agreed to this only so I could talk to you. I don't wanna hear anything you have to say. You think this is it for me. You think I'm no longer a threat to you. I'm here to say that you're wrong. I will avenge all the deaths you've caused, each and every one of them. I've got time in here. I'm researching, finding every single person who lost their life because of something you did. I'm going to make you pay for it all. I won't be in here forever. They're keeping me contained. No solar energy, no electricity. They've cut me off. But sooner or later, someone will mess up. A guard will get careless, hit me, give me the energy I need to escape. When that happens, I'll find you. And I'll find a way to kill you. Oh. Bravo. Thank Bravo. You. I that was fucking terrifying. Fantastic. Ah, I fucking love it. 
Uh, See, Powerplex is awesome. He's so he's, interesting. He's like his Hannibal Lecter yeah. here. Like, just yeah. such yes. a great, yes. great moment. And, man, that is that is it for this volume. Volume mm-hmm. 11. That was... I know, like last week, we were like, "Yeah, you know, next next week's gonna be more of a uh, more of a cool down." This did not feel like a cool down. No, like, some heavy shit uh, happens in this heavy, issue. Heavy, heavy yeah. shit. And it was great Oof. character growth for everybody. Super freaking good. So, um, as we uh, are wrapping up here, final thoughts on Volume Eleven. Happy days and uh, a favorite moment for you. I'll start off with Jacob. Ooh, okay. Um, I gotta say, it, it, um, I'm gonna be a little biased and just like um, point out like, Astounding Wolfman is a fun, fun side quest. From and this is definitely the issue, the 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 volume where like, it, it will if if you're like, oh, that was kind of interesting about with like the Wolfman. If you just like, if you just love Wolfman, Robert Kirkman pretty much was just like, I want to see a Wolfman as a superhero, and this is what I would do <laughs> if I had that. And it's a direction that you don't expect. He a lot of twists and turns that led up to this moment where this uh, this crossover happens is is very good. And from here on in, it goes in in, in more detail in volume three and volume four um, of of Sounding Wolfman. Uh, I love this crossover. I love the. I've got to say, like finally getting into the this series when I was getting into it in single issues, I could not stop. Because yeah. this was just piling on top of just everything that was going on. One thing after the, huh? day, the artwork is fantastic. It's also great seeing Mark having the repercussions and becoming more symbiote Spider-Man in a sense as yes. this continues on. And and it's and and it's escalating pretty much into the next volume, which um oh boy, let's just say it's gonna be <laughs> really something from from everything that we've learned from here. It's my favorite. It's really honestly my favorite too. But this is like the good this is the good like prequel to what happens later. Malcolm. Uh I really like this volume a lot, man. It's great. Um Powerplex is my favorite issue and it's my favorite moment. Uh just the entire issue is honestly my favorite moment in this. But I think each each of these issues, they play very well individually. Uh, yeah. This is the one shots. Well, I, I love when they do like the one shots kind of volumes. Um, yeah. This one plays very individually, uh, very self-contained stories. But every one of them has a purpose and matters. And again, furthers the Mark Grayson learn something. Uh, this is I, I like that when we have the cool down volumes, it's really Mark learning things about how the world works and what kind of a person he wants to be uh there's a decision coming in a few volumes where all of this is kind of goes into accounting for that decision which is really interesting yeah and excellently said i love that um i agree with both of you like this is a great great issue maybe not for the reasons that we've had for uh volumes in the past that have like really moved the story forward but this was a great great volume for character growth and for watching Mark Grayson mature into who he's supposed to be. And to that point, my favorite moment is those pair of splash pages with him and Eve um, at the beginning of this volume, because it really puts into perspective how far he's come and heading into this next volume, how much he has to lose. 
So I am very excited about this. Next week, we are diving into volume 12 entitled Still Standing. Um, I'm going to do the synopsis for this real quick. Quick little preview for you boys and girls. Oh, yeah. Angstrom Levy finally attacks, and the world has never been in more danger. Guest starring the entire Image universe, and that's just the lead-in for Conquest. Invincible faces his most deadly threats yet in this can't-miss volume of the critically acclaimed series. Mm-hmm. So. It's here. We've done it, everybody. It's happening. Congratulations. Yeah. As of next week, Conquest has arrived. Conquest is here. Uh, And the world will never be the same again. Never. Get scared because I'm terrified. Also, the (laughs) best crossover ever. Literally the best crossover story. Oh, yes. Looking at the, because I have this obviously on Comixology, looking at the cover for issue 60, fucking Mm -hmm. wild. The Mm -hmm. giant cover, the giant like four panel cover. It's amazing. With like um, Spawn and Red Sonia, Spawn. We've got like. Or Spawn, no, Sonya. Shadow, uh, Witch Witchblade, Witchblade, Spawn, Savage Dragon, Shadow, Savage Dragon, yeah, Shadowhawk, Savage Dragon, Madman, Super Patriot, Jack Staff. Uh, I see a Kid Thor over there. Hello, yeah, boy. Dynamo Five. We got the Wildcat, like uh, Ultra from that, Ultra like Luna Brothers. Your book. favorites like, are here. Wild man, like, fucking wild. wild. The darkness, like, the darkness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like freaking wild. You can't have dude. a crossover without the darkness, man. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So tune in next next week's going to be big. Um, I think it's been funny, and I've noticed while editing these that they've steadily gotten longer. Like we used to be knocking these out in like thirty to forty minutes, and now they're like yeah. an hour and a half. Totally There's okay to with it. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling next week is going to be a lot. We are going to be talking for a while. Yeah. Yeah, bring um, your drinks next week, everybody. Yeah, bring your drinks. drinks. Bring the drinks. Bring the popcorn. Bring something Pre- stiff. Pre-game by pretty we, much uh, we're, go we're to the restroom. We're drinking for the next episode. So yeah, just yeah, we're day drinking. I'm definitely, oh, yeah. I'm definitely bringing a drink to talk about <laughs> next, epi- next episode. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. get ready for that because yeah. the intro is going to be even better than this week's. <laughs> we're going to get loosey-goosey, baby. We're going to get weird. The Invincible War. I am so fucking hyped, but um, yeah. So tune in next week for the Invincible War for Volume Twelve, entitled "Still Standing." And uh, nice. thank you. I've been working on that. That was good. Uh, thanks, man. I, I love that song. Um, Sing's a great movie as well. Can't wait for Sing too. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. I saw like half of it. So I, I'm going to fight Malcolm in the parking lot again for this as well. Oh, uh, I got to so fly tune away. In, tune in next. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ma- we're recording on Zoom and Malcolm just found out that you can change <laughs> your secret background. <laughs> and he's got the uh, the background of like Earth's orbit. And he's t- God damn it. He's flying away. <laughs> so uh, tune in next week for more professionalism same geek time <laughs> oh, yeah. save geek channel oh yeah but for now for geeks flame this is eric azana i'm malcolm russell nelson conquest has arrived and jacob brown Ooh, Ev- angstrom levy will you not let us go <laughs> and we will see you next time conquest has arrived